Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Good morning, Mount Calvary Nation. Oh, now you can do better than that. That was saying good morning to me. Say good morning to everyone. Good morning, Mount Calvary Nation. Good morning. Yes, this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Not because we want to, but because it is required of us to praise the almighty and wise God. So let's give him a great shout right now to begin the service. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. If you would stand with us for those that can for the morning scripture. I am going to read Psalm 150. That's one that is exciting. All of them are exciting, but Psalm 150 is so exciting. Are we Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God in his sanctuary. That's every place you go. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. We should be praising him every minute of our lives because he is so great. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the psaltery and heart. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. Praise Him with string instruments and organs. Praise Him upon the loud cymbals. Praise Him upon the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Hey. Father God, we come this morning just giving you all the praise that you deserve. Father God, sometimes we wake up in the morning and the alarm clock didn't go off or we turned it off. So we're rushing to get busy with our day. And I know I'm not the only one, but sometimes I forget to say thank you. But Father God, please forgive us because you know our hearts. Lord God, I just ask this morning that you make yourself known in this service this morning, Father God. Bless the the speaker. Let the words that come out out of her mouth reach us. Let us hear. Let us feel. Let us receive everything that is being given to us that is coming from you, Father God. Then let us go out and do what you have required of us to do, Lord. We also forget to do that sometimes because we are so busy. But we make ourselves busy. It's not because sometimes we want to. But Father God, change us right now in the name of Jesus. Let you be first on our minds, first in our hearts, Father God. And everything else will fall in place service is yours we have an agenda Lord God but it's yours you have your way this morning in Jesus name we pray and we all say amen
of baptism. Greetings, saints of Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church. May God's blessings be upon all who are present and those who are joining us virtually as well. The Phoebe Ministry welcomes you to witness the transformational power of salvation. Romans 6, 4 states, Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism unto death, that like Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of our Father, even so, we also should walk in the newness of life. I am Sister Carla Scott, and these are your candidates for baptism. Um, Mr. Tervon Allen Jones. Based upon your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I baptize you now, my sister, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Mrs. Vanity Bird. Based upon your profession of the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I baptize you now, my sister, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. And little Miss Primrose Isabella Payne. Based upon your profession of the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I baptize you now, my sister, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. And let the church say amen. Let's magnify the name of Jesus for, for the baptism. Come on, let's magnify the name of Jesus today. They gave their lives to Christ at an early age. That's enough to give him glory right there. That's enough to magnify his name right there. They're saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost at a young age. Come on, let's magnify his name just for that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for saving your children, saving the next generation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So 
Psalms 103 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. That he repeated himself more than one time. He had to make himself know it's time to bless the Lord. And everything that I'm going through, David going, is going through it in this time. I have to bless his name and everything that I'm going through. I might be depressed, but I'm still going to bless his name. I might have a headache right now, but I'm still going to bless his name. I'm going to bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, I got to commend my soul. Tell your neighbor, I got to commend my soul to bless his name. Tell your other neighbor, I got to command my soul to bless his name. Tell yourself, soul, bless his name. Come on, let's get stand up on our feet and bless his name. Come on. Little only but a goodie. Come on. Come on, clap your hands.
who's awesome who's awesome hallelujah 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 with the voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Say, he's awesome. He's awesome. He's awesome. Hallelujah. 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 He's so home. Body of the works of your hands. If you know the Lord is awesome, give him some kind of praise, would you? 
what a wonderful wonderful savior we serve and we sing to him hallelujah you may be seated god bless you grace to you and peace from god our father and from the lord jesus christ thank you i thought i heard your voice miss tish um let me welcome all of you who are here in the sanctuary god bless you it's good to see you at least your eyes and those who are joining us online in the e-congregation this morning virtually welcome to you as well most of us are still online we're glad you're here if you've chosen to worship with us and you are not a part of the mount calvary family would you mind standing so we can see who you are we want to see who you are we'd love to god bless you god bless you mount calvary make them feel welcome would you Come on, let's sing to them. We welcome you into Mount Calvary, this house of worship. So glad you came, exalt his name, let's lift him up together. Thank God we're here from far and near, the Lord has brought us this far. And with the love of Christ we are we're transforming lives. That's what we're about. Revealing the kingdom of God. Transforming lives. And here's how we're doing it. Through love. With diversity. With excellence. Prayer and integrity. We welcome. We're glad you're here. Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Person, it's good to see you here today. Good to see you, ma'am. But let me just make a few observations at this point in the worship experience, and then we will continue on in our worship. Young people, uh, whether you're here in the sanctuary or watching online, the Ohio Baptist General Convention Guild Retreat, uh, Guild Children's Band, Young Davids. It's for young people aged uh, 18 and younger. It will be held on June 4th. That is the fourth, uh, the first Saturday in June, starting at 8:45 at the Mount Enon Church. It's only going to be a one-day uh, retreat. I would like for us to have as many of Mount Calvary's youth represented as possible. Um, you can, uh, let's see, Minister Chris, is he here yet? All right. Um, Minister Chris will give some direction uh, in, this, in this next week as to uh, how we'll go about doing that. But I do want to see as many of Mount Calvary's youth as possible at the Guild Retreat. Historically, it has only been for Guild Girls, um, Young Davids, uh, and Children's Band. But most of our churches in the Ohio Baptist General Convention don't have Guild Girls, Young Davids, or Children's Band groups anymore that are called that. So it is open to all young people, and I want to take as many as possible. 
would you keep um, the Morris family in your prayers? Um, Ricky Morris, that is uh, Anita Smith Red, most of us call her, and Thomasita Morris, it is their brother. He passed this week. Um, so if you would, please keep them in your prayers. Uh, we also keep Brother Dion Ingram in your prayers. I got a text from him yesterday morning um, that they were calling him in and he received his new kidney yesterday. Praise God. And so uh, keep him in your prayers. Would you do that? Um, Anara Williams is probably not here. She's probably down in Tennessee. But her very proud grandmother... Miss Moni sent me a text with her grades, um, and I see cooperative education A, organ organic chemistry 1B, organic chemistry lab A, uh, the film A, family resource management A, uh, management 3200 entrepreneurship A, um, I'm not sure what NTR assessment behavior change A. Um, and with those kind of grades, as a, uh, as a junior at Tennessee State University, she is on the dean's list. If you see her or you see Miss Moni, make sure you congratulate them. Um, she is on her way to her last year in undergrad at Tennessee State University. Ms. Tish, I have a certificate here, Letitia Martin. This is from the University of Vermont Larner College of Medicine, Vermont Leadership Education in Neurodevelopmental Disabilities. This is a certificate of completion. Letitia Martin has successfully completed 300 hours of maternal and child health leadership training for professionals, families, and self-advocates caring for children and youth with neurodevelopmental and related disabilities. <laughs> Nicely done, Ms. Tish. Congrats, we're proud of you. With a 94.4, nice. Good. Um, our convocation, our holy convocation is coming up just around the corner. It actually starts next Tuesday night. Uh, if, first of all, we are in the final stretch of our 40 days of fasting and prayer. If you, uh, <laughs> if you started with us and you fell off, it's all right. Jump back on. Uh, if you never started, it's not too late. We have about, what, seven days left, something like that. Six days, something like that. Um, we are fasting. You can pray and ask God what food item or items you should fast from. Um, we're turning down the plate. We're telling our flesh, be quiet, because we want to hear from God, right? We don't fast to twist God's arm. We don't fast to make him do what we want him to do. We're fasting so that we can line ourselves up with what he's doing, all right? Um, the convocation starts next Tuesday night, pardon me, next Tuesday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. 
Um, we've got morning glory at 7 a.m. and evening worship at 7 p.m. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, Bishop Tim Clark from First Church of God in uh, Columbus will be with us. Uh, Pastor Corey Pruitt from the Mount Enon Church. Uh, Bishop Ronzel Pretlow will be with us. Uh, Pastor Anthony P.G. Uh, from California will be with us on Friday night and then uh, our sons are coming in in the morning Pastor Bradfield's going to do a morning glory Pastor Scares, Pastor Jeff Brown um, and then well, he's not a son but he's a great friend of this church, the new pastor of Macedonia Baptist Church, Pastor Jay Amard Ellis will be here on Friday morning, you don't want to miss a thing from cover to cover alright that begins next Tuesday I think I have done everything there. Uh, Minister James Etta, could I have the certificates that you have, please? And you can bring my towel over um, when you come, would you? Thank you. At this size, you just sweat for no reason. Thank you. Alice Folson Strayhorn, are you here this morning? Or is she part of the uh, E congregation, Ms. Kim? Do we know? Okay. She's usually here. Then I will wait for her to get here. And I should have some more, some certificates and some Bibles. We thank God for those who have recently given their lives to Christ and entered into believer's baptism, the best decision that they will ever make. This certificate of baptism is presented to Primrose Payne. Did I say it right? Okay was uh, baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit on the 22nd day of May 2022 at Mount Calvary Baptist Church. God bless you, ma'am. Best decision you'll ever make. There's a Bible for you and I got a couple things in here for you. There you go. Good. Yes, ma'am. You're welcome. Tervon Jones. God bless you, sir. Best decision you'll ever make. There you go. And Vanity Bird. God bless you. Best decision you will ever make. Mom and her family. Let's thank God for them. Where's your family, Miss Vanity? God bless you all. Good.
Good. The music ministry is going to come and lead us further in worship. And then after that, if you would pay attention to the screen for an introduction, although we don't really need one for our, uh, I would call her a guest, but she's home. Uh, Dr. Sheila Johnson Hunt is going to be our preacher today. But the choir will come and then you can watch the screen. Yeah. 
everything, my everything, my everything, my everything, my leading pole, my everything, 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 you know he is. He is everything. everything. Come on, give us some praise. minister, composer, conductor, recording artist, and college professor. A native Daytonian and a product of the Mount Calvary Nation, she holds a bachelor's degree in music and master's degree in counseling from Western Kentucky University. She earned a PhD from the University of Pittsburgh and Doctor of Ministry from Pittsburgh Theological Seminary. She currently teaches and mentors at United Theological Seminary, focusing on intergenerational urban ministry. As a minister, Dr. Johnson Hunt has traveled throughout the world preaching and teaching. 
She faithfully serves along with her husband, Senior Pastor James Hunt, as Executive Pastor at the First Baptist Church, Penn Hills, Pennsylvania. In 2020, Dr. Johnson Hunt made history by being elected as the first woman president of the Baptist Ministers Conference of Pittsburgh and vicinity. She and her husband are the proud parents of two adult sons and have four grandchildren. Mount Calvary Nation, please welcome to the pulpit, Dr. Sheila Johnson Hunt. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Hallelujah. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. with me he was riding that bass he did not miss a cue and I'll be I listen to that kind of stuff and I enjoy the band the mount everybody half of y'all probably weren't born when I was living in Dayton but uh, I'm from Dayton and I was received the Lord Jesus Christ at the Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church that at, at that time was 3300 West 3rd Street amen and I got baptized there, and there was a deacon, and I never forget this, at that time, Deacon Veal. Half the time, I didn't know what Deacon Veal was saying, but that's an inside joke. All y'all know what I'm talking about. But when I went out the door of the church, he said, you are making a decision that will change the rest of your life. I was 13 years old, what do you mean? Gonna change the rest of my life. And I had no idea what he was talking about. But by and by, I understood what he was saying. And I'm so glad to be here. It's, it's an honor for me to be here, to come back home, uh, to be with my cousin. Yeah, it was here that we discovered my father. And 
Reverend Sam Winston Sr. discovered that we were cousins. We did not know that. Uh, on the Winston Plantation, down yonder. You all don't know about down yonder. And so we praise God for that. And uh, we praise God for all of you here today, all those who are in the virtual congregation. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Somebody said, why is she so happy to be at a, a, a Mount Calvary? Because it all started here. And when, when you recognize where it started, you're so grateful that people saw something in you that you didn't see in yourself. You're so grateful and you're in awe of how they nurtured you and discipled you. And you had no idea that God would take you to London and God would take you all over the world. And you just started singing in the Sunshine Band with everybody else who was made to sing. Oh yeah. But to uh, the graduates, I salute you today. I praise God for you today. To Pastor Sam, to Lady Chanel, to Mrs. Bobby Winston, the virtual audience, my face-to-face -face congregation. To those of you, Saki Tosh and crew in Great Britain, I greet you also. I bring you greetings to the entire Mount Calvary nation that's all over the world. You're all over the world, y'all. And uh, praise God for that. Not many people can say that. And also I bring you greetings from the First Baptist Church, Penn Hills, located in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where the, the pastor is my husband, the Reverend James Emery Hunt. I serve there as an executive pastor. I also bring you greetings from the Baptist Ministers Conference of Pittsburgh and vicinity. We go as far north as Erie, PA, and as far south as Wheeling, West Virginia. Turn with me, if you would, to Acts. Uh, I'll be reading from the New International Version, but turn with me to Acts, the ninth chapter, verse 17 through 19. And I promise you, if you keep on praying, I'm gonna preach. If you keep on praying, I'm going to preach. Now, if, if you stop praying, we're going to be here till 4 o'clock. <laughs> to all my friends and loved ones and all of my relatives that are here and over there in the virtual, hi, y'all. I acknowledged you. Okay. Um, Acts 9, verse 17 through 19 in the New International Version. You will see these words. Then Ananias went to the house and entered it, placing, placing his hands on Saul. And he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes, and he could see again. He got up and was baptized, and after taking some food, he regained his strength. Let us pray. 
Oh God, I pray for all who are under the sound of my voice. I pray for those who are here in the face-to-face -face congregation and I pray for those who are with us virtually. I thank you for each person in the name of Jesus. And I pray that you would minister to each and every one on today. Lord, bless all who are attending the worship today. Lord, open our eyes to see your word. Open our ears to hear your word and open our hearts to embrace your word. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. You may be seated as the Spirit of the Lord continues to minister to you. I want you to think about this subject and speak it to yourself. And if you're in the virtual congregation, write it in the comment area. It's entitled, It Takes More Than That. It takes more than that. Say that. It takes more than that. I'm excited and elated that this is graduation day. Many of you know that my mother was the person who created the graduation Sunday at Mount Calvary, and now she is in glory. Hi, Deacon Taylor. I, I praise God. <laughs> See, I called you. I called you. And uh, we know that graduation is celebrating the, proce the process of conferring a diploma or degree upon completion of a designated uh, amount of study. Uh, we got high school diplomas, we got academic honors diploma, we got career tech honors diploma. We have all kinds of degrees, associate degree, bachelor's degree, master's degree, doctorate degree. And when it comes time for uh, graduation, we hear the word commencement. That means new beginning, a new start. It's talking about a launch into a new phase of life. It's talking about a new birth, a new beginning. And sometimes, I know this is how I was, especially when I graduated from high school. I, I, you know, I knew I knew everything. <laughs> Nobody had to tell me because I graduated. I didn't have any money, but I graduated. I didn't own a house, but I graduated. I was still driving my parents' car, but I graduated. So I thought I had it all going on. And you know, to the point that some of you might feel like this, don't you know that I'm an athlete? Don't you know that I'm a scholar? Don't you know that I'm a singer? And some of us adults say, don't you know I got a position? Don't you know who my family is? Don't you know where my money come from? I, the educational institution I've been to? Don't you realize I am the best thing since sliced bread? And all I can say is this. It takes more than that. As we look at the background text, I want to make sure, because, you know, you can't assume people know the story behind the story. 
But as we look at the background text, we see this. Uh, Acts one, uh, 9, 1 through 6 says this. Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogue in Damascus so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, in other words, Christians, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. I'm still talking about it takes more than that. Somebody might say, who is this man called Saul? Well, Saul was a Jew. He had been educated at the feet of Gamaliel, who was a leading elder in the Sanhedrin. Saul was a Pharisee of Pharisees. In other words, the Pharisees were a social movement. It was a school of thought. They had a strict observance of traditional and written law. It was a theological training that bordered on madness. It, 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 the Pharisees had position, and the Pharisees had power, and the Pharisees had influence. But my friends, today I want you to know, it takes more than that. As we look at the text today, Acts 9, 17 through 19, the word of the Lord said it like this. Then Ananias went to the house and entered it, placing his hands on Saul. He said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here has sent you to me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something, I tell you, something like the scales fell off of Saul's eyes and he could see again. And he got up and was baptized. And after taking some food, he regained his strength. What are you talking about today that it takes more than that? As we look at the biblical text, we see an act of physical healing. An act of physical healing. Because uh, uh, Saul evidently had an acute inflammation of the eyes. An acute inflammation of the eyes that caused him to be blind. And, you know, sometimes when you have these inflammation, a crust will form on that eye and make it difficult to see. And sometimes that crust can cause blindness. Are you with me right now? Say, it's more than that. And then we see in this passage of scripture that he is blind. That means someone had to lead him where sometimes he didn't want to go. Someone had to take him 
in places that he didn't want to hear. But he was blind and he was led. But in the midst of his situation, after three days, without warning, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the scales fell from Saul's eyes. Without warning, the scales fell from his eyes. When he least expected it, the scales fell from his eyes and Saul was healed. I got to tell, I got to talk to some parents right now. You see, I'm a parent. I got to talk to some parents because sometimes we understand the scales that are, can fall on the eyes of our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren and our nieces and nephews and our cousins and mama and them. And so you teach your children, don't lie. You teach your children, you've taught your children, don't murder. You've taught your children to remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. You've taught your children to honor their father and their mother. You've taught your children, no cheating here, don't do no adultery. But all of a sudden, they get a, a blindness, a spiritual blindness. And they not only get a blindness, but they get a deafness. And what you taught them, it seems like you never taught them anything. Because what they begin to do, you don't even know where they're coming from. And so they have scales that have grown on their eyes and they have been having an inflammation of sin. A spiritual blindness. A spiritual infection. An acute blindness that has caused their eyes to see stuff differently they begin to call wrong right they begin to call bad good they begin to call lies the truth they begin to call Christians weaklings they begin to call wealth God they begin to call faith stupidity they begin to call you as a Christian their enemy they don't realize that when there is no vision, there is no revelation. When there is no vision, there is no revelation. It takes more than that. I'm going to hurry on and get out of your way, but I just want to tell you three things that this passage of Scripture tells us. Number one, it introduces us to deliverance. Number two, it tells us about divine empowerment. And number three, it tells us of destination shift. Somebody say destination shift. Because it takes more than that. When we look at this passage of scripture, we see that Saul, and I already told you, about how he had been stricken, stricken with blindness. And as we look at this passage of scripture, we see physical deliverance. In other words, we see a physical healing. In other words, we see a liberation of his physical eyes, a release of a bondage of blindness, a bondage of blindness. Now you have been fasting and you have been praying 
And the Spirit of the Lord wants you to know that you, some of you today, that your physical malady, because you got out of the way and you're letting God speak to your heart, that you're going to be healed. Some people are going to be healed today. And others, as you continue to fast, as you continue to pray, that God is going to progressively heal you on your, of your physical malady. Somebody ought to praise the Lord because there's healing in the house. There's healing in the house. So Saul is dealing with this whole thing, and he gets a physical deliverance. Let's look a bit further and see some of us, uh, we need a deliverance from our perspective, our way of thinking. We just love money. If you got money, you my friend. You don't got money, I don't have time for you. We love power. Uh, who gonna be the chair? I wanna be the chair of the evangelistic outreach. Uh, I'm not gonna be the chair. Well, the Lord is showing me that evangelism, that I'm moving to another season. Some of us uh, need to be e e emancipated from the bondage of control. If I can't control it, it shall not be. So we see here in this particular passage that there is deliverance that comes. And secondly, we see divine empowerment divine empowerment. We see the infusion of the Holy Ghost. Infusion is an old song that said that the Holy Ghost will make me do right. It will, I tell you, it'll help you do right. Because if you don't want to do right, you ain't going to do right. But we see here in the infusion of the Holy Spirit. What am I saying? What am I saying? That there's a divine empowerment that we see demonstrated here. In other words, it's a supernatural ability that's beyond our humanity that God wants to give to every graduate, to every parent, to every Christian. A miraculous, he wants to give us miraculous abilities. He wants to give us extraordinary authority. But we have to get out of the way and let the Holy Spirit lead us and guide us into all truth. Divine, divine empowerment, not self-empowerment. Star Trek said it like this. The mission of this starship enterprise is to go boldly where no man has gone before. The mission of the body of Christ through the leading of the Holy Spirit is to go boldly where no man has ever gone before. Do I have any Christians in the house? that are ready to go boldly where you've never been before? Are you ready to go boldly where Mount Calvary has never been before? And it takes the body, the local body. I didn't say it took just the pastor as the lone ranger. 
It takes the body. All of us have to work together following the vision and the leadership of the pastor. I know I'm right about it. Well, we talked about the divine, uh, the, the deliverance. We talked about divine empowerment. And now we're going to talk about the destination shift. Y'all shift. Moving those, those seats. Shift. Shift. Move. I mean, move your arm, move your finger, move something. Shift. Why? Because God is going to shift you in the spirit realm to some areas that you have never been before. He's going to lead you and empower you to do some things that you've never done before. When we have a destination shifting, what happens, our focus changes. No longer is it my trauma. No longer is it my drama. No longer is it my molestation. No longer is it my divorce. No longer is it the reason I just focus on I got fired. No, but all we have a, when we shift, we have a change of focus. And our goals are not our goals, but they are God's goals. Our ways are not our ways, but they become God's ways. Our perspective change. The way we see things change. The way we see people change. Why? Because the Lord God Almighty has given us deliverance. The Lord God Almighty has given us divine empowerment. The Lord God Almighty has changed my destination. And I just came by to tell you it takes more than that I'm about finished now I feel the Holy Ghost up in here but I remember when I went to college and what happened was I went to Western Kentucky University and what happened it was seven hours to get there and I was like man by the time I come home to Dayton it's time to go back seven hours so I asked my father Deacon Johnson I asked my mother Deaconess Johnson I said I need a car and they said you got the Greyhound bus I said but you understand that bus stops everywhere it stops in Glasgow it stops in Louisville it stops in Fort Knox it stops even on the side of the road and somebody's standing there with a suitcase they stop everywhere they said, we are paying for you to go there, and at least you can do is ride the bus. That's what they said. But I have an older brother. His name was Keith. And, and Keith said, I'm in the military, but I'm getting ready to go to Germany, and I'm not taking my brand new Volkswagen Blue Superbug. And he told me, I think it's pitiful that they don't come up with a way for you to drive, you know, home on the weekends or the holidays. But he said, I understand what mama and daddy are doing because they got other kids than you. It's four of us. And they got, why they paying for you, they got to save for the other one that's getting ready to come through. And so he said, I tell you what I'm going to do. 
I'm going to give you this brand new Volkswagen Blue Superbug. It had mag wheels. It had a special seat with a special cover on it. And he said, all you got to do is take care of it. He said, I'll make all the payments from Germany, but you just take care of the car. And I go on down there, and they thought I was rich. They thought my people was rich. I'm driving on campus with a brand new car. They thought I was rich. But my brother had paid the price. My brother had paved the way. But right now, I want to tell you something. I do have another brother. <laughs> Keith has already gone to heaven. But I do have another brother. He's my elder brother. And his name is Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he paved the way. He went through the cross. <laughs> he took the shame. <laughs> he died on the cross. <laughs> they buried him. <laughs> he rose on the third day. <laughs> He got up with all power in his hands and he ascended unto heaven, but he didn't stop there. Let me tell you what he said. I'm going away, but I left. I'm leaving you a comforter. It's called the Holy Ghost and he's gonna lead you. He's gonna guide you into all truth. You think it's impossible? The Holy Ghost will lead you. You think it's improbable? The Holy Ghost will guide you. You think you can't do it? The Holy Ghost will empower you. Why? Because my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame but a holy lean on Jesus' name, on Christ, on Christ, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Why am I standing on Christ? Malcolm Williams said it like this. He died for me. He died for me. I'm so glad he died for me. I don't know. I don't know where I would be if Jesus Christ hadn't died for me. It's more than that. It takes more than that. You ought to know it takes more than that. More than that. More than that. He reigns forever. He reigns forever. He empowers forever. He delivers forever. He sets you free forever. Glory! 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 Hallelujah! Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! He wants the graduates to know. He wants you to know that it takes more than what you got to get where you need to go. But Jesus already, Jesus already, Jesus already 
saw you coming down the aisle and he's made a provision for you, for your deliverance. Yes, he did. For your change of destination and for your divine empowerment. Today is your day. Today is your day. Today is your day. You came here to see what was going on. But with everybody that can't stand to your feet, today is your day. I remember coming and there was somebody in the church house that grew up with me and I thought he was a Christian. He was a regular attender. But when the call rang out, do you want to be a Christian? He came down front. There's somebody here today. Everybody thinks you're a Christian, but you know you ain't no Christian. God sent me all the way from Pittsburgh to tell you to come. To tell you to come. This is your day. This decision that you make today. If you're here today and those of you who are Christians begin to pray, we want to see the supernatural happen today. We want to see a supernatural move of God today. I know through the power of the Holy Spirit, everybody here is not a Christian. The Lord spoke to me and said, everybody's not a Christian. But if you make the call out, I'll touch their hearts. If you're here today and you're not a Christian, I want you to come down front. The Bible says if we confess with our mouth the belief that we have in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, we would be saved. We would be a Christian. All I'm saying is, Lord, I'm available to you. Lord, I'm available to you. My life I give to you. I'll do what you say do. Use me, Lord, to show someone the way. Enable me to say, Lord, my storage is empty. I didn't intend to go down there today, but I'm available. If you're here today and you're not a Christian and you know you're not a Christian, but you want to be, that's the Holy Spirit that's telling you to come down. Satan wouldn't tell you to come down. If you are a graduate and you're not a Christian, I'm going to tell you now, you definitely need the Lord in this world today. I invite you to come. I invite you to come. As, as everyone is praying, why don't you come and give your life to Jesus Christ? It is the best decision you will ever make. Won't you come? Come. Come. God is calling you. People will step out in the aisles and let you go. Come on, come. My life I give to you. Lord, I'll do what you say do. Use me, Lord. Come. It's your day. Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. God just set this up just for you. 
There are others that want to give their life to Jesus Christ. Turn to the person next to you and tell, ask them, do you want me to walk with you? I'll walk with you. Ask the person on your right. Ask the person on your left. Do you want to come? I'll walk with you. I'll walk with you. You don't have to walk alone. I'll walk with you. I'll walk with you. Lord, I'm available to you. Do you want to come and give your life to Jesus? I'll walk with you. You don't have to go alone. Here's another one coming. Here's another one coming. Keep asking. Are you a Christian? If not, I'll walk with you. You don't have to walk alone. Use me, Lord, to show someone the way. Come on down and enable me to say, come, come. My storage is empty and I am available to you. Come on, come on. I am available to you. Come on down. We, we, God set this up just for you. You want to give your life to Jesus? Come on down. Lord, I'm available to you. Oh, yes, say, Lord, I'm available to you. My life I give to you. My life I give. What you say do
that passage of scripture, Ananias laid his hands on their eyes. Those of you who are Christians under the sound of my voice, I'm going to deputize you. I want you to lift up your hands. Lift up your hands, both hands. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I deputize these individuals that as they lay their hands on their own eyes, that the scales of confusion are going to fall. The scales of bondage are going to fall. And the deliverance is going to come. Hallelujah. Now take both your hands and put them on your own eyes. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Be set free. Hallelujah. Those of you in the virtual audience, put your hands on your eyes and be set free. Be set free. The Lord is, is moving through the power of his Holy Spirit. The king of the universe is setting you free at this time. Hallelujah. Begin to praise the Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, come on. Give him some praise. He's setting you free. Give him some praise. Glory, glory. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. It's all right now, it's all right now. Jesus heard my prayer and it's all right now. It's all right now, it's all right now. Jesus heard my prayer and it's all right. Come on, it's all right now, it's all right now. Jesus heard my prayer and it's all right now. It's all Come on, let's thank God for his word. And let's thank God for his messenger. Thank him for deliverance, for divine empowerment. And thank God for destination shift. We want to honor our graduates today. We are so proud of those who have 
recently graduated from college, from uh, trade school, or from high school. Let me see. I'm going to just come down that way. Is that brother and sister Clay that I'm looking at? <laughs> God bless you, sir. Good to have you. Um, before I forget, Deaconess Sandifer uh, came to me this morning. She leads our Phoebe ministry, um, and I, I think it's wonderful. She has suggested that we, uh, if you're at the grocery store, you're out, you pass by some formula, um, that you grab some and, uh, and bring it with you uh, to church when you come for the next little while or you can drop it off during the week. Hold off on it. Y'all got something in the works? Gotcha. Okay, okay. No problem. Deaconess Sandifer? Okay, good. I'll let you get with Lady Chanel and y'all work it out. And we, Good, good, good. We are going to be a help to the community during this time. All right. Good. Um, those who, are, those graduates who are here, I, I, I don't know if there are if there are any others than than are seated here, uh, but these are the ones we have. And when I call your name, come on down, uh, Lady C, would you? Uh, Lady C and I want to greet you with a um, socially distant greeting, and uh, and the congregation wants to recognize you. Uh, we will start with our high school graduates. Uh, Brianna Pogue, where are you, Brianna? Who just graduated from the Trotwood Madison, or is about to graduate from Trotwood Madison High School. God bless you, ma'am. Uh, Nia Johnson is not here, is Nia? Oh, you're gonna get it for Nia. She is a graduate of the Stiver School for the Arts. Yes, ma'am. Lanaya Hooper. Miss Lanaya graduated from Decca High School. God bless you. Braden Gist, are you here, Braden? He is a graduate of the Ponitz Career Technology High School. Brendan, it took me all service to figure out who the tall young man on that role was. Brendan Crump, a graduate of the Stivers High School for the Performing Arts. Congratulations, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Robert Compier, A graduate of Ponens Career Technology High School. Congrats, Robert. Mark Congratulations, Mark. Ponens Career Technology High School. Carol Compier. Ponens Career Technology High School. God bless you. Congrats, Miss Carol. And wait a minute. 
I've got some This certificate of completion is hereby granted to Carol Compier to, certif to certify the successful completion of the 19MD Media Arts Program assist Assessment Sequence. Also, I'm holding here a letter to Carol Compier. Congratulations, your achievement in career technical academics in high school has earned you the $3,000 Sinclair Tech Prep Scholarship. Nicely done, Miss Carol. And here is the certificate that goes with that letter. Praise God for you, Miss Carol. Congratulations. Yes, ma'am. It looks like just yesterday that their mom uh, came over from Haiti and was pregnant with them. And now they're graduating high They have graduated high school. Awesome. Beverly Compere, are you here? Is Bev here? She's not here. Uh, if you see Beverly, congratulate her. She is, um, she graduated from Sinclair Community College with an Associates in Business Administration. Jasmine Martin Page. Congratulations, dear lady. She graduated with an associate's degree in early childhood education from the University of Cincinnati. <laughs> Michaela Denise Colbert, I don't think Ms. Michaela's here, but I did see her mom. Do you want to take this tour? Michaela is a graduate with a Bachelor of Arts in Criminology and a minor in cybersecurity, forensic science, and data anal analytics from Western Virginia University. Congrats, Mom. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Kenneth Johnson. He's not here. Deacon Johnson's coming to get it. With, he graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Civil Engineering from the University of Dayton. Congrats, Deke. Amani Margie Menifee graduated with a Bachelor of Arts in Film and Production and Masters in Communication from Columbia College in Chicago. Nice, Miss Amani. Uh, Rafia's not here, but I did see Men Oh, Minister Pate is coming to accept for her. She graduated from the Bowling Green State University with a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology. Congratulations, Mama. Yes. Jabari Wooten Jr. is not here, um, but Minister Wortham is going to come and receive for him. He graduated from Mercer University in Macon, Georgia with a Bachelor of Arts in Global Health. Congratulations, Grandma. Uh, China Bolden um, is not here, but Devin is coming. He's, <laughs> he's a proud husband. She graduated with a master's degree in social work from Indiana Wesleyan University. Congratulations, sir. 
Miss Kelly Maddox. Congratulations, Miss Kelly. She graduated with a master's degree in human services counseling, marriage and family from Liberty University. Brother Carlos Rogers. He graduated with a master's degree in higher education leadership from Liberty University. Congratulations, sir. And Mrs. Laura Rogers. who graduated with a Master of Social Work from the University of Kentucky. Nicely done, ma'am. Congrats. Let's thank God for all of our graduates. Thank you. How very wonderful. And I, um, I, I mentioned to my wife, I believe, on the way out here, um, we're getting there. Thank you. There were, uh, thank you. There were more men on that list, more males on that list. We're getting there. We'll get there uh, slowly but surely. We, uh, we're going to turn this ship, right? Um, we want to get, we want to see our young people get into and through school and, uh, and we're going to do everything we can to help. I'll tell you this and I will let you go. Uh, I was a freshman at the University of Rochester and every so often I would get a card um, with $5 taped in it like it was going to escape <laughs> from my grandma Mabel and, uh, and just, just to encourage me to stay and finish, right? Um, Katura Hartley, every time I would come home from school, she'd see me in the aisle on 3rd Street and she'd slip something in my hand. She said, this is just a little lunch money, right? We want to see our kids get to and through school and we'll do what we have to do to make it happen. Um, there are some wonderfully generous families who have given. We haven't forgotten the scholarship program. We will, uh, we will restart it. We'll reignite it here very shortly. Um, in the meantime, the money is not being touched, um, but we will be able to bless some people, young and old, who want to get back in school or who want to go to school. We'll be able to help them as a church family. I'm so proud of that. So proud of it. Good. I think that's it. I think we're good. Yes, ma'am. Minister James Etta is going to come and, uh, and close us out. Thank you again, Dr. Johnson Hunt. She's in town because her son graduated yesterday from the United Theological Seminary with his master's degree. And I told her, as long as you're going to be here, please uh, come and, and share with us. If you know any musicians, you got any musicians in your circle, we are looking for a director of music and worship arts. We're looking for someone who can lead the entire department. Um, that posting will go up by the end of this week. It will be on Indeed.com. You can uh, share that with people. It will also be on Mount Calvary's Facebook page and Mount Calvary's web page. It is a full-time position, uh, and we will begin uh, looking for that person 
uh, this week. Also a director of children's ministries. You all know uh, Dr. Cookie had a baby and, uh, and resigned, and we are looking for someone to take over children's ministry. It is a part-time paid position as well. Both of those positions will be uh, up and public this week. Thank you so much. And let's give God an awesome hand this morning because he has been beyond awesome, beyond awesome. Our graduates, he saw them through four, maybe six years of school. It's really hard to get through school in four years now. And then the awesome message that we had from, that was sent to us by God through Dr. Johnson. Let's give him a loud, a sounding praise. We can praise her, but she was only doing what she was designed and, and, and asked to do, and we thank her for that. It is now offering time, and we have three ways to give. Givelify, which is an app that you can put on your phone. I used to not use it. I thought, no, I'm going to write a check so I know I can see where my money, you know, how I wrote it, blah, blah, blah. That's one of the easiest things you can do is get that Givelify out. If you have a modern phone, I was talking to my sister, she still has a flip phone. Girl, you can't get anything on that, not even not even text. Uh, but yeah, the Givelify app, uh, cash is good, checks are good, just make sure it's in an envelope, and then you can text to give. It is there, thank you so much. Uh, 855-908-0710. You can text to give. Cash app. I'm waiting. Dollar sign. Mount. Well, let me do it this way. Dollar sign M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C. So you have three ways to give. If you have it with you, you can give it to the uh, uh, deacons as you go out the door. You all will be here until around 1230 for those online that want to bring their offering uh, by the church. I think that is it with the offering. I do want to say those that are in the small group facilitators, remain seated until everyone is dismissed and then you will make uh, will meet lady c back in the atrium that's all members of the small group facilitators i do think that is it you uh, will remain seated after the dismissal and wait for the ushers to escort you out or release you from your seat Okay, we will all stand, please. If you can, if you can. Father God, we come just thanking you for such an awesome day. You woke us up this morning, so that was good. But Father God, you brought a message to us today that has touched every heart. Let us be mindful of what Dr. Johnson said, Father God. Embrace it in our hearts. Don't let it leave us as soon as we go out the door. Don't let, let distractions keep us from doing the work that we know you have assigned us to do. 
The scales have come off of our eyes this morning, Lord God. At least they should have come off of our eyes this morning. And if they didn't, it isn't too late because we want to see. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Mm. As we leave this place, Father God, we just ask that you keep us safe throughout the week. Remember who we are and who we belong to. When we get to work tomorrow, if someone says something out of the way, brush it off. Turn the other cheek. And just say, in the name of Jesus, Satan. <laughs> Glory. We love you. We honor you. We will forever praise your most holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. generosity. Your financial contributions help to transform lives, to reveal the glory of God's kingdom. For your convenience, you can use the Giveify app on your smartphone, the Cash app, or if you're in the Dayton, Ohio area, you may drop off your contribution at the Mount Calvary Church at the address shown. Thank you for worshiping virtually with us today. We look forward to being able to worship together in person soon. Until then, in the words of Pastor Sam, just live. Miss Mark Tanny.